Uh, welcome listeners to the inaugural episode of the Digital Dose podcast, your go-to source for insights at the crossroad of technology and healthcare. So whether you're a seasoned digital health professional or just stepping in this dynamic field, we're here to provide you with a steady stream of knowledge and inspiration. So my name is Oliver Higgins and I'm joined by Professor Rhonda Wilson. Hi there. Um, so we'd like to uh, embark on this journey with you, explore the fascinating world of digital health design, innovation, interventions, and implementation. So from lines of code to the patient bedside, we delve into every facet of this transformative landscape. So Rhonda, what was uh, your background and, and vision for this particular podcast? I'm really excited that we've started the Digital Dose because, um, you know, we've, we've found over the years that we've been working on digital health research, so many uh, clinicians really interested to understand a lot more about digital health. And I think what's really exciting is the opportunity to be able to uh, discuss some of the latest research and latest innovation around using technology to support uh, people, population and patient health and well-being. Uh, so I'm a mental health nurse. That's my uh, clinical background and my area of expertise is in digital health, uh, mental health nursing and First Nations health. Uh, and so I've been working in that field for quite some time, um, my own PhD journey uh, included some findings about rural young people's mental health and uh, ways in which we might be able to support young people in, uh, in getting mental health help earlier. And of course, uh, with Australia's geographical mass, it is a real challenge to assist young people with mental health conditions uh, to, to get the help they need at the earliest possible point. In my research, uh, I discovered uh, that there was particular interest by parents that they ought to be able to get some of these resources online, even though there wasn't a service in their town, perhaps, or their small community, that they did think that they should be able to get some resources online. And that really led to... Um, a long journey for me in working towards developing uh, that kind of innovation for young people in particular. Uh, so following that, I spent some time in Denmark where I led a telepsychiatric unit in e-mental health innovation. Um, so that was uh, a really, really valuable time for um uh, really consolidating digital mental health research and innovation uh, skills and inquiry. Returning to Australia a few years later, uh, I've been leading uh, mental health research and mental health scholarship and education, particularly in the context of mental health nursing. Uh, and uh, that's led to um, about 13 PhD students who now work in my laboratory. And uh, between all of us, we are developing a lot of innovation in digital mental health. So it's a really exciting phase. And I guess what we get to touch on all the time is the latest in innovation. I think what is so exciting about this podcast is that we're going to be able to discuss some of that early um, innovation, a uh, bit of a think tank 
uh, and uh, and probably a bit of a laugh along the way as well <laughs> as we we stumble along with uh, some of the curiosities and, and trains of thought that uh, we follow. So we'll, we'll share with you some of our successes um, and also some of our um, not mistakes but um, challenges along the way um, as we we develop innovation. Wow, that's 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 amazing. Um, and to hear sort of the background, especially uh, working overseas in in um, countries where English isn't the first language, and the barriers that actually are faced by so many people in so many different ways. Digital health um, provides so many opportunities to help so many people. Um, before we move on, I'll give a bit of background into yeah, mine. Yeah, it'd be great to hear about so, um, your background, Oliver. In, a, in full disclosure, I'll say that Professor Wilson is my PhD supervisor. So we've been working together for probably the last three years um, on my, my research. Um, so I'm a mental health nurse, a registered nurse by my background. But um, whilst I've had near on 20 years experience uh, in, in that field, um, I also bring a computing science background as well. So I've got a lot of programming background, a lot of software engineering, um, some robotics, um, and, and had a lot of work in those veins. So working um, uh, with this PhD especially has actually given me opportunity to, uh, to bring those two fields together. So to segue that in, uh, my research is looking at the use of uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning for people with uh, mental health issues when they present to ED, primarily to ascertain whether or not we're going to see if this person actually needs admission or not. And if they do, then actually help us um, and augment practice and actually help that person get care sooner get more people, um, the ability to get quicker care. And what we're really finding throughout this process is there is actually such a, a wealth of information, but also there's so much we actually don't know, um, not only about the way that we um, use uh, machine learning, but actually the how we actually understand our cohorts and the people we actually deliver care from. So my, my work is quite broad. Um, in some respects, but also quite narrow in others. So um, that's why it's been so great to be a part of this podcast is that we're looking at digital health. And digital health encompasses so many different aspects and it really does give us the option to really branch out and understand what technologies and what things are happening in different areas and, and how they can apply to other areas and each other's areas and different specialties within, within practice. So Bringing that sort of in, how would you describe digital health? Digital health has got so many definitions. It is such a challenging space at the moment. And actually, our vocabulary around digital health just covers so many areas, whether it's telehealth, telepsychiatry, um, mobile health, um, video consultations, virtual reality, AI in health. Um, digital health is, is just a bit of a catch-all phrase for whenever we're using technology to support human health and well-being. So it, it's really interesting. What, what is digital health? I guess we're going to explore that. Very much so. Right along the way. Yeah. Oliver, who's this podcast going to be really Who's it going to be for? Who will um, find it interesting, do we think? Look, I really think this is um, not just for researchers, but I think a lot of clinicians will, will get a lot out of the work that we're doing and not just mental health 
clinicians. I mean, that's that's both our backgrounds, but um, we've also spent plenty of time doing non-mental health related clinical care. But the idea here is that this is a, a place where we can bring ideas, we can bring uh, cross-pollination, we can explore what's happening in different areas, then the people can walk away going, oh, wait a minute, maybe I could apply that here or that had this really great idea over there. And, and if we apply this with this idea here, then maybe we can make this work here. And I think the wonderful thing about digital health is that we're, we're in an era where translating ideas is actually much easier than what it would be in the past. So simply saying that's a ICU idea or that's particular, you know, cardiac nursing or whatever our intervention might be um, applicable for, um, we, we have an opportunity to really understand and share, not just with each other, but you know, sharing with our patients, sharing with um, our carers, and understanding, um, you know, what is actually makes up those experience for those people. I mean, I think it's wonderful now, not only is lived experience so much more valued mm. than what it has been in the past, but um, as a health professional, our opportunity to actually go and engage with people and get feedback and, and, and ask them what's happening is so much more um, accessible than mm. it was in the past. So with that accessibility and that, that value, I think you'll find that um, as we progress through this particular podcast, that we hope that more and more people experience it, that maybe sit outside the, the clinical field or maybe they have an interest. And as a, I know through our work, even last uh, two or three years, we're often finding people in economics, um, in, in technology, um, like, you know, the hard sciences as well that have actually come to us and said, hey, you know, can you explain some of this? Or we, we read your paper and we've got this idea because we think you can you can bring this or add that particular component to the work that we're doing. So I think that, um, you know, we'll find that it's very much broad and it's not going to be super technical. It's not going to be, well, as much as I would love it to be super geeky <laughs> and technical, but it's not designed to be super technical. It's also not mm. designed to be... Um, clinical heavy or you know going into to the depths of that but doesn't mean we're not going to you know apply good science and rigor to the work that we do so this is a place where we can have that discussion and have those ideas and 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 move forward and work together sounds like it's going to be for for a lot of people and i guess um you know one of the things that that you are touching on perhaps is you know particularly when it comes to to consumers patients uh, service users, people with lived experience, carers. Um, one of the things that digital health can can help with is by improving the tailoring of health services mm. to sp specific people. And I guess as mental health nurses, one of the, the big things that frame our work is person-centred care. Mm. So, um, so, you know, it's, it's really interesting to us to think about really getting very tight with um, precision and tailoring mm. healthcare experiences that are going to suit individuals rather than having a one-size-fits-all. Yeah. And that person-centeredness, I guess, is is what, um, you know, we, we hope will really mark this series, this podcast mm. series as well. Um, listeners should be able to detect something of our interest in um, really getting down to individualising care and making it work mm. in all kinds of uh, priority and vulnerable 
situations mm. uh, so that nobody misses out and that we overcome some of the disadvantages mm. of Western health models. No, no, I completely agree. Um, and it's interesting. I actually had somebody contact me the other day um, saying, t- telling me about their lived experience, but actually saying, I really feel that this technology could benefit me in this particular way. And I went, oh, wow, like that's a fantastic mm. idea. I never thought about that. And then I, I spoke with a colleague and we were discussing, you know, the, the doability of this kind of idea. But the thing that sort of stood out to me was that we're having these conversations. We're actually having the conversation not about is this thing doable? Is personalised care a thing that we can actually get to? It's it's the, the nitty gritty of, well, how do we actually do that? Or how can we work this way? If we set someone up to be able to create a system when they're, when they're well and how they use it when they're unwell. Um, these are the conversations that are happening. And I think it's really important as we go forward, we, we remain with that grounding and, you know, revel and, and amaze and, and, and really explore some of these things and how it real relates back to, to the care that we, we deliver to people. Mm. It's really exciting. Stay with us, listeners, because I think that uh, you're in for a treat as we uh, travel this podcast series together and discover uh, more digital ways to improve human health and human mental health. 